What's up, everybody? Welcome back to MLM Hacks in the Digital Age. My name is Corey Oldham, and I want to share with you uh, on today's episode the problem with MLM that is in plain sight. Now, this problem can actually be seen by the people that are currently in MLM, so people who have been a part of MLM. And I think this problem uh, can even be seen by people that aren't in MLM. And this problem can actually hold somebody back from getting into MLM, right? And so I want to share with you what that problem is. And I also want to share with you a just a piece of how to solve it. So that's what today is all about. So when it comes to MLM, I think I had uh, the, the exact same mentality that a lot of people have when it comes to MLM. I had this negative connotation to MLM. And as I shared my last episode, it, it was really the idea that uh, something was put into my head, right? So our belief system, our mindset, our belief system, and ultimately our behavior, which is a result of our mindset and our belief system, my belief system is going to occur in one of two ways. And the first way is I experience something and then I put a uh, definition to that experience and then I ultimately have a belief system right so you experience it uh, or you're taught about it right we didn't come out of the womb with a belief system about MLM right we had to either a experience it ourselves, whether it's positive or negative or B be told now since this is my very first MLM and we're on a journey to have a thousand people in our downline and actually automate that. That's right, automate our downline. And that's exactly what we're gonna be able to do because we've done it in uh, other businesses that we've owned, my wife and I. So having a health and wellness facility, had it over a decade, there's a way to automate a lot of things in a business. And I've even been a consultant for other doctors for years and years and years. And there's uh, very specific systems that you can use to automate processes within your business. And there's even things you can do virtually to automate systems, which uh, the, the big thing that a lot of people are hearing about right now are funnels, right? So uh, we've automated systems in our health and wellness facility. We've automated systems in terms of the processes within uh, our business, right? And we've automated systems online. And we actually want to take the exact same thing to uh, MLM. But there was a belief system within MLM. So I had a belief system. And since it's the first one, like I said, I had a belief system that was taught to me and I want to be objective when I'm looking at things. And so I, what we did was we backed up and said, all right, we've never been in an MLM. Why do we have the belief systems that we do have? And the answer is we were taught that. So friends and family, right? The people that we listen to who we're influenced by, we were told, Hey, MLM, it's bad. It's a scam. Uh, just all the typical things. It had that negative connotation, right? But we backed up, said, hey, let's take an objective look at this and see what it really is. And the people that are in MLM or wanting to encourage other people to get in into MLM, they always talk about the fact that it's a great opportunity. And uh, at this point, I believe it is. I believe it's a, a really cool model that a business can use to grow their business and other people can use it as their own business and you could use it as that side hustle or whatever you want to call it, the part-time, the full-time, uh, work from wherever you want, whenever you want. And those are usually the, the features that a lot of people will try to pitch uh, to others to encourage them to get into MLM. I see it in terms of a model 
if I back up and look at it objectively, I, I think it is a great model, but I think once you get into MLM, there's something there that is a huge problem that everybody can see, whether you're in MLM or not in MLM. And here's the thing, if you are encouraging somebody to take advantage of your opportunity, join your downline, they're gonna get two things. And the first thing is very apparent, very obvious. They get to join your downline, which is a, a great thing. That's an awesome thing, so that benefits you, it benefits them, now they get to uh, reap all the benefit, whether it's a discount on product and commissions, and right? Because in MLM, we're commission salesmen, that's great. I think that's awesome. So when you get somebody into your downline, there's two things they get. They get to be a part of your downline. That part's good. Here's the uh, gaping hole that is ML MLM, which has basically fractured the entire industry. You are giving them a problem. That's right, you're giving them a problem. So when they join your downline, they buy into your downline, yes, they're in your downline and they get uh, commission on sales and they get discount on product potentially just depending on how your comp plan is set up or you know all that, but you're, you're also giving them a problem. And so here's the problem, right? So they're gonna get a huge problem that they didn't have until when? Until they joined your downline. You say, gosh, what problem did I give, give them? Well, they didn't have these problems. They didn't even think of these problems until when? Until they join your downline. Here are the problems. They're gonna start asking themselves questions that they wouldn't have previously asked themselves. Like, where am I gonna get leads? Who do I talk to? How do I talk to these people? How am I gonna pitch these people? I don't know how to pitch. Uh, how do I sell something? I've never sold anything in my life. I've been an hourly position. I've, I've been in whatever that other job was. Uh, I've never actually had to make a sale, make that transaction happen. What do I do? How do I do that? Who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to talk to after I run through that list just like any other MLM tells you, hey, pull out your phone and go through your list. Hey, we'll do a, a three-way call. Or you know, Those are ridiculous, by the way. Um, I, I, I can't stand that idea or the house meetings or show up to this live event at this hotel and we've got this business opportunity, right? Um, we're giving them a problem of, hey, how do they get leads? How are they gonna get people on their downline? How are they gonna make sales of the product? Those are questions that they're now asking themselves that they didn't previously ask themselves until when? Until they joined your downline, right? And so, if you can solve that problem, and so I'm gonna call that problem a follow-up problem. That's a follow-up problem. They did not previously have that problem until when? Until they joined your downline, right? So when we purchase things, we actually purchase new problems. I'll give you an example. Uh, say, uh, for example, you, you and your family desire to own a boat. Your family does not own a boat, but you desire to now own a boat so you can go to the lake and have a lot of fun, right? Great. So you go to the store and you pick out the boat and you buy it. Here's the problem you solved when you bought the boat. You solved the problem of not owning a boat, but you bought a whole host of follow-up problems as soon as you bought that boat. And these are questions that you'd be asking yourself that you didn't previously ask of yourself until you own the boat. Things like, well, gosh, uh, where are we going to keep it? Are we going to keep it at the marina in one of the slips, a little kind of at that dock, right? You pull it in, it has a cover over it. You pull it in and park it there and leave it there. Are you going to leave it in a slip? 
Are you going to keep it at your house? Do you have room in your driveway or elsewhere to keep the boat? If you don't, are you gonna have to put it in a storage unit? What storage unit are you gonna use? Uh, does it take regular gas? Does it take something special? Uh, how are you going to uh, maintain the, the boat? How are you gonna change the oil? Uh, are you going to do it? Or are you going to have some service guy do it? Maybe it's a really special boat and it takes a lot of technical tools uh, to be able to do it. And you have to take it to the special boat store. Is the special boat store nearby? Are you able to take it there? Well, now you have to put that boat uh, behind your car, right? Does your vehicle pull a boat, right? Uh, and if you have just a, a little bitty tiny car and you bought this big, huge boat, it's, your car is probably not going to pull that boat right? You're probably going to have to have a bigger SUV or a, a truck or those kinds of things. Uh, do you know how to pull a trailer? Do you know how to back up a trailer? Those are several follow-up problems, right? So you got all these follow-up problems. Gosh, I got to have insurance on the boat. Uh, do I know how to navigate the boat? Uh, where am I going to get that insurance? Where am I going to learn how to drive that boat? Do I have to have boater education, right? You've got a host of follow-up problems that you didn't previously have until when? Till you bought the boat. Now, since a boat is such a bigger, a big purchase, you're probably going to begin to ask yourself a few of those questions prior to the purchase because it's such a big deal. But whenever you buy a, a product, you're buying follow-up problems every time. So, I, I mean, the same thing can be said for uh, eggs. So you buy eggs and you bring them home. Well, now you got to keep them somewhere right? Are you going to put them in your fridge? Um, do you have room in your fridge? Do you know how to cook eggs? Do you know how to cook with eggs, right? You bought follow-up problems. Now, if those follow-up problems are already solved, it actually minimizes the, the wall or the resistance of the sale. Well, if you have a refrigerator and you know how to cook eggs, your resistance is probably pretty low when it comes to buying eggs, right? You say, yeah, I'm going to pick up some eggs and it's kind of a no-brainer. But why? You've already solved all the follow-up problems. Every time we buy a product, we are buying follow-up problems. So the same goes for the person buying your downline. When they join your downline, they are also, so they buy that. When they buy in, they're buying follow-up problems. And the biggest, uh, most glaring problem is, where do I get leads? How am I gonna find these people to either buy the product or join my downline? Those are the follow-up problems you're giving that person. Now, the person that's going to have the most success is the person that solves the most problems. So if you look at the most successful people, and there's a quote about that, and I'm kind of paraphrasing the idea, but if you look at the most successful people, they're the ones that are solving the most problems, right? Ah, this is where it gets key, my friends. Uh, if you are solving more problems, you're going to be more successful. If you will solve the follow-up problems, however you want to solve that, if you will solve the follow-up problems, you are giving the person that's buying into your downline, you will outpace and be more successful than other MLMers. Because what makes you different, as, as it stands, what makes you different than the next MLMer selling the exact same product you are? What makes you different? The product is the same, right? The only uh, strategic advantage you may see at this point is, well, who can sell better, right? So that, that internal language, well, I already know how to sell and they don't know how to sell, so I'm going to be more successful. If you will solve more follow-up problems for the people in your downline, the people that you need to support, you are going to be more successful. And this, the biggest problem within MLM is few people are even attempting to solve the follow-up problems that they are giving their downline. 
if you will solve the follow-up problem that they now have, you will be more successful. You are solving more problems, you will be more successful, you will outpace all the other people in your MLM, even the entire industry. This is how you do it. Solve the follow-up problems. So figure out exactly what those follow-up problems are that the now person in your downline, uh, they may not even have known that they had that problem until they bought in. If you will solve those, you will be more successful. Uh, I hope you got a lot of value out of this uh, episode. If you did, go ahead and give me uh, an honest review and uh, I'd love for you to uh, subscribe to my channel and join me and follow along as uh, my wife and I are on our quest to automate uh, our downline, completely automate our downline and uh, have that goal of a thousand people in our downline with our MLM. So join me, follow along. It's going to be an exciting journey. See you next time.